Sup, my dude. Sir. How are you? How does this sound? Sounding delicious. How's the sibilance? Sorry if anyone's got really loud earphones. <laughs> yeah, especially if they've jumped from the previous episode to this episode. Because I think <laughs> yeah. it's going to be like miles apart. We certainly got closer. Yeah. 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 It's like going from the the original three to the prequels, am I right? Oh, mate. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Love, love, <laughs> love Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, so, new week, new us. Talking about New Year's, new yeah. resolution. Talking about goals again, which is cliche because it's January and we always talk about goals, but this time it's different. Yeah. And we, we went in. We did. And, like, there is a, like, like, trigger warning for my people who haven't tried exercise before we're gonna explore <laughs> that the human condition of the kind of person who thinks that it's okay to get up and run in the morning that's gonna be it's gonna be a, a big bit yeah. from and we're gonna ask them if they're okay yeah yeah um yeah all that and more on this brand new shiny setup <laughs> also at some point this week this week there will be a micro bonus episode i don't think we mentioned it in the episode let's no, we drop didn't. it on the wednesday yeah. so yeah so this is sunday halfway yeah so just if if you're like oh my god so much sports i want an extra few minutes of you guys just being fucking idiots that's coming on wednesday we as well gotcha. yeah right let's get into it enjoy this is season two episode three Animus. Why? It's so we, we've got a countdown now. <laughs> so you can say three, two, one. And, yeah. So it's and a, then it is a four count. Okay. <laughs> so it's the countdown before the four count. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least you're ready. I. Uh, I think that much preparation would make you less ready. Like you've psyched yourself up, and then it didn't happen. So you've sort of like you've <laughs> let's you've let, go. Question mark. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we're here now. Yeah. Oh. Hello. Oh, something happened. What would you get? I touched this. Don't, don't touch that. But that shouldn't happen. Oh, did you touch the... Did it go... Yeah. No, don't do that. Sorry, uh, listeners. <laughs> I'm going to leave it in. Because otherwise you're going to sound crazy without the context of the... <laughs> <laughs> Just me like, what was that noise? John, it's okay. Is that a Metal Gear reference? What was that noise? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, are we still allowed to be friends if I say no? Nice. To be honest, it's fun. Like, I enjoyed Metal Gear. Like, I thought it was cool. Is it that de- what we played when we did the Twitch stream? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, see? It's cool. I like, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't the same sort of life event that it was for Miguel. Like, that was that was defining for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, the other day, we're, I can't even remember what we were talking about. Uh, it was like we were talking about like somebody's voice I think it was in like an anime or something and um, he was like sounds just like Meryl and for him there <laughs> could only be one part I'm sitting like who the, the fuck, fuck is Meryl Street? yeah like that's where my brain went but obviously so. it's it's so it's so so much in the forefront forefront of his like consciousness that it's sort of like well obviously <laughs> I'm talking about David yeah. there's only one David I could be talking about <laughs> yeah I've never I never I think I wanted to play 
I'm not even going to try and remember what number it was, but there was one recently, and everyone was like, don't play it, it's just a demo. Oh, fuck, yeah. Uh, f- was it Phantom Pain, or was Phantom Pain? I think the- maybe, yeah. I can't remember if that... It was the one where, like, someone we knew bought it all stoked, and then it turned out it's like an hour. <laughs> yeah, it was Lexi bought it. Cool. Yeah, he was like, I, can't, it was, I think it was like a tenner or something. It was like, yeah, pre-ordered it, I'm good to go. <laughs> and then within a month, it was free, because it was a demo. Oh, um, the thing is, though, for, like, Hideo Gojima... Uh, I, I think it said Gojima and I meant Kojima but it, Gojira it, yeah it's from the big guy <laughs> um, he can kind of get away with that and yeah. we'll all go yeah right then um, obviously I feel like I've not even played Death Stranding yet but it feels like a cultural event yeah 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 I uh, I think Cyberpunk 2077 whenever it finally comes out will be much the same because it's been like people have grown up and probably had children and those children have been to school since the day it was announced <laughs> and we're still not there yet and it just got delayed further again I don't know if you saw no so <clears throat> first time in my life I actually had a game release date in my calendar bruh yeah. you were ready a little bit excited yeah and uh, it got pushed back from April to September but okay. I'm okay with that because it's been eight and a half years since they announced it so kind of like right. You yeah. know, what's, what's another few months? Yeah, and I'd rather have that kind of like big immersive, like, this is amazing, this is everything I wanted, yeah. rather than uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I think that was the a victim of its own hype train. Yeah, and I and one guy as well, like one, like you know that <laughs> yeah. prick in the office that's like, yeah, we can do that. Don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it comes to delivery, they're like, okay, so we're gonna have to just invent these things, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah, it's definitely it's it's the yes man that goes to the meeting that then goes back to his team and says, okay, I've said we can do these things. <laughs> don't fuck this up this week. Um... It's uh, it's the fire festival of video games. <laughs> Perfect. Amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, oh. I, was just, I just had a thought. Oh, yeah. All I was going to say about uh, 2077 is like, I love me some cyberpunk. So the fact I was I was stoked. And then obviously that uh, that actor. I don't know if you know that actor. Small, small time guy yeah. from some adverts. Yeah. Um, the guy from, uh, what's the film about that dog? <laughs> um yeah yeah is he bill or is he ted that's what that's what i never i can't remember if he's theodore or william yeah yeah huh, i can't believe you actually asked that on air you yeah. just called us both the fuck yeah, out so you're a greebo mate what's uh what's I going on here i think he's william william theodore esquire there we go one guy a singular wild stallion <gasps> that was good thanks i typed in bill and i immediately got an article for uh Billy Eilish Primark line. Okay. Is I assume that's happening then? I don't know. Mm. Um Oh my god, come on. Also, just before I was wrong! It's Ted! Oh. Jackass. Sorry. Totally non-heinous, dude. Right. Um Yeah, Billy Eilish saw she had a, has has had out for like months like an actual anime music video. And you didn't tell me. Because I didn't watch it, or no. Sorry, Rob, that's on you. Yeah, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? Man. Me, Rob was trying to get me into <clears throat> Billie Eilish's music way before like she was a cultural thing. Yeah. Like when she was just a girl that made music. Yeah. And I was like, eh, maybe. Now like everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah. To me, like, there's been quite a few people I've spoken to because I think people think it's 
I think maybe, I think it's very probably very fair to say that I'm not in her like traditional fan base, but I really enjoy her music. And I keep trying to explain to people like, sit down with some decent headphones <laughs> and actually just soak in everything. Yeah, I think if you just like click through the, uh, like a couple of singles playing out your phone speakers on the bus, like you're probably not gonna, probably gonna pick up. But I think that's how most people like check out new artists. They'll just kind of like drop in and be like, eh, it's not for me. And it's like, well, experience it. Yeah, and I think as well, like, uh, like people listening to it on fucking FM radio, which <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, there, there's some like really like Phineas does some really fucking cool soundscapes. There is a lot going on in a lot of the of the songs and the production itself. It's kind of it's a masterclass. And if you are sitting there, sort of like in traffic, window open, having a vape out the window, whilst you're getting spotty signal because you're still living in the fifties and you've got an actual radio listening to the actual radio because you like fucking adverts, you n- naughty person. Um, then yeah, yeah, it's probably a bit shit. But yeah, I think if you listen to it as a whole. Um, as it was, as it was meant to be heard. This is getting a bit as, hipster. Just as get... God has intended. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think it's cool. I enjoy it. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Has it been? Um. Yeah. Because obviously we did we did an episode where we were like hasn't started great. Yeah. But now we're sort of in it a bit. Yeah. So my understanding is that. Lots of the fires have gone out. We had a bit of rain, which is pretty cool. Um, so the the world is not literally on fire anymore. Uh, and Just a lot of figuratively, yeah, a lot of the like international tension has died down, which is pretty cool. New presidential candidate, Mr. Hawkwind. So that should be pretty cool. I'm coming uh, to you. Yeah, I would like to talk about that post from earlier. Just mm-hmm. I want to see how your morning's been. Um, so I think the world as a whole. Yeah, it's getting better. People are talking about spending X number of hundreds of thousands to make a bell go bong. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad the UK received that as well as we possibly could have done. Yeah, which is like even for us, <laughs> even for the kind of people that sell commemorative plates to people they've never met. No. Yeah, like kickstarting a bong. Yeah. So wrong <laughs> poetry <laughs> but I think like maybe just set an alarm <laughs> it's a bit more personal then as well yeah, it's the future yeah I, I don't want to talk about the news too much it made me so fucking miserable last time <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I want to have that kind of component to it where we are we're sort of engaging with the world proper but at the same time we're free we're we're very British. We're fucking miserable. Yeah. So there's nothing positive we can bring to the conversation. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think I think things are better than they were when we recorded the episode. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Yes. And you, you're yawning, but since the last episode, you got into coffee massively. Your life is different. Yeah, now. no, I know. I actually have a different hobby now. Yeah. So. But that can be its own thing. Yeah, which it will be its own thing. Yeah. Probably like a disproportionate amount of time might go to that in the future but mm-hmm. that's for the future um yeah like i think the like did you do any new year new me stuff no none 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 no no not, not, not even not even a no. one that was a nice segue though so thank uh, you you're welcome yeah i am um, no i didn't and the reason i didn't is because new year's resolutions are bullshit <gasps> 
Bum, bum, bum. Please, <sighs> please cut that soundbite in. <laughs> I might just use that and reboost it. Bum, bum, bum. Perfect. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, because they just are. And I... So, last episode... No, not last episode. Episode, episode four last. Episode before last. Episode one, actually. It was a good place C- to start. S201. U- U- um, I wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions because it was so close to January 1st. Mm. Um then the world happened and we were like it, mm, yeah probably yeah. probably not probably yeah. talk about current affairs for a bit yeah um, but now I want to talk about goals because we always do yeah. in the context of New Year's resolutions because mm-hmm. they're not great yeah I would be very interested actually for, for you listening don't worry this isn't like a call and response thing I'm just curious just internally within yourself did you set any goals and if you did I, I guess this is coming out probably at least towards the end of January, possibly the start of February. Have you kept them? Like, is that, are you on track? Because if you did have a little sit down with yourself, like, I'm going to fundamentally change who I am. <laughs> and if you've sort of woken up, sort of rolled out of bed this morning, kind of a bit groggy, kind of like going through the same old rhythm, then what did what did that do for you, really? Yeah. What, what did the new goal do for you? Yeah, because I think... The problem, like, obviously, I love the idea of people making a big change. I like people chasing their goals. I like people getting excited about their dreams. That's my jam. Yes. The problem with New Year's resolutions is they're almost partnered with the concept of failure. Mm -hmm. Like, failing a New Year's resolution is as... Completely acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whereas, like, no other decision in your life has that kind of thing with it. Like, if if you wanted to go for a new job or you wanted to you picked a university or yep. you I don't know like whatever it is like you never go into something often anyway being like huh it's normal for me to fail this yeah. everyone else is fucking it up yeah. so what does it matter yeah um, whereas with New Year's resolutions there's this kind of thing where it's almost like really casual yeah. and I think I definitely think that taking leaps is important but I think doing it for the sake of doing it can have a more detrimental effect than not doing it Yeah. so if you're your New Year's resolution is I want to go to the gym more or I want to lose weight. By just having a, a kind of blasé, casual kind of New Year's resolution, it doesn't really mean anything. You've just kind of said it. Yeah. And I think if you, if it was something that actually meant something to you, you were like, I want to quit smoking or I want to travel the world, you probably would have done it before you had to buy a new calendar. Not... How can I word it? So if you were like... All right, um, I, don't, I don't, I don't know. I want to go to the gym more. I want to get fitter. I want to run a 5K. I want to run the London Marathon, whatever it is. By kind of committing to it on January the 1st, because everyone else is, you're not really, like in my eyes anyway, it's rare that anyone's actually committed. Like I'm yeah. sure people have changed their lives on January 1st and that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I think you can't, you can't wait till January 1st every year. You can't wait till Monday every week. Yeah to start afresh like if you're you know if your new year's resolution or your sudden life goal is that you want to lose 20 pounds by the summer if you wait till monday and it's like thursday night when you make the decision you're already like four days late on starting yeah and i think that that is like for me personally i've definitely done that before where i'm like okay i've got a start date for something completely artificial yeah and it so say it is january 1st i'm like well if i make a a decision in november then i'll be like well 
don't, I don't have to worry about right now. Yeah. Specifically, if it, like, it isn't, but if it was something like losing weight, I'd be like, well, I can eat like a fucking pig because yeah. it's not a problem until January 1st. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we've talked, I love, I, I keep sort of going back to the same phrase because I love it so much. It's the, it's the day one, so one day or day one. Yeah. Um, and why set day one a month down the line? Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, it just, if you want something, go get it. Yeah, 100%. Like, if you're, if you get to a point where you're like, I'll use fitness as, as an example because it's kind of the most common New Year's resolution. Yeah. Um, but if you're, so if, if you pick up a copy of Men's Health in December, or Women's Health, just a fitness magazine, and... Wait, why, why isn't it People's Health? It's 2020, men. Yeah, right? It's like... It's all good. There's not there's not like that much really between it. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, and you decide I, I want to start running. Like I want I want to get into running. Whatever nutcase you are, if you're like I want to enjoy running, um, then honestly, there's like there's loads of really helpful services out there for <laughs> you. <laughs> um, yeah, if you if you're not the kind of person that enjoys getting up at five a.m. in the rain, lacing up your shoes and going out running the turning of the calendar is not going to make a blind bit of difference yeah. and you're by kind of just jumping into it you're almost setting yourself up to fail and i think if you do that year in year out where you're like oh man right this is my year i'm gonna set your new year's resolution and then you kind of just let it peter off and disappear yeah every time you go back to it it's becoming it's going to become less and less likely because you've almost taken the kind of you've sort of taken the passion and the kind of spark out of it. You're just like, ah, yeah, I'll probably lose some weight this year. And it's like, well, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I way, way. So, I mean, uh, flex time. I'm like two and a half years since I quit smoking, but yay. But I, I, I was almost com- like, I thought it was a really funny joke and in retrospect it probably wasn't that funny, but I kept saying to people, like, I'm getting really fucking good at quitting. I've done it <laughs> six times this year. Um, hey. Yeah. And it was sort of like, again, the more, the more you allow yourself to fail on these things, your checks and balance sheet says, well, I failed last time and life went on. So yeah. you kind of, you turn it into something trivial. Whereas if you set it as a meaningful goal, then it's what you're actually aspiring to, not something you're like, well, might as well. And again, the more you the more you fail at something, the easier it is to be disheartened about it. Yeah, and I think with, I think by blindly sort of just being like, oh, I'm going to lose weight, that kind of doesn't mean anything. That's not, you can't really hold yourself to much accountability. I think I've worded that horrendously. But you can't, you can't really commit to that. You can't really tick that off because what does some weight mean? Like you could lose a pound, you could lose 20 pounds. Like it doesn't, that's too vague a goal. And I think I want to travel more or I want to, learn an instrument yeah things like that sorry uh, all i was gonna say is i to, to me and i think it's probably where you're going is i think there needs to be a meaningful deliverable behind it yeah because i think if it's if it's the case that you're like i want to lose weight so okay why though what is that what is that for is that for a health reason in which case yeah. you're trying to like it might be the case that you want to get your maybe it's the case that you've got like a smartwatch or something you want to get your heart rate at a better place that makes more sense than sort of like i want to lose weight because i want to lose weight yeah or maybe you want to do a photo shoot and you want to be in a position where you feel comfortable with yourself and that there's a lot more to it then yeah. but i think if you're just sort of like i'm gonna arbitrary lose one stone it's like cool yeah but what does it mean to you because if it doesn't actually <clears throat> give you anything you're not really gonna give a shit about it 100 percent. that's what one of the things i was gonna say is kind of like the 
and this is not my line but like find your why like yeah <clears throat> because as soon as you've got that you'll get it like yeah getting up in the morning to you know go to the gym will be a lot easier or you know even if it's something as simple as like you're getting married or you're going on holiday and there is like a physique or a, a number goal that you want to hit for a set reason mm-hmm. then you can set kind of small steps leading up to that rather than just kind of be like well i'm going to be healthier this year yeah. you think about the number of the number of women who set aside like i want to fit the dress yeah like specifically wedding day i guarantee not guarantee but i'd say the numbers are pretty good on the fact that if you're like i want to fit the dress because it's for my wedding day you're going to fit the dress whereas if you're like oh i want to get that beach bod for i don't know i might go on holiday (laughs) um i just i just don't see that i don't like some people are going to smash it and more power to them but i think if i think if you're vague and you haven't got if you haven't got sort of that flag that you're running towards it's going to be very difficult to feel any kind of i can use the word animus again i can yeah. use it let's say motivation um but it's going to be it's going to be difficult for you to sort of like give it 110 percent and not hit that snooze button and not have the extra whatever yeah and um, I, th- I think you need to get quite analytical about it you kind of need to a lot of people say like you need to say your goal out loud rather than just kind of keeping it to yourself and deciding kind of in your own head like yeah. I'm going to do such and such like I think if you you commit to it you write it down but then also write down the steps that are required so say for instance say for instance you want to I don't know quit smoking yeah or you want to quit drinking or whatever it is like by just trying to kind of like and some people can do this because they have an iron will but not everyone not everybody is like that and you shouldn't be mad at yourself um but if you're like i'm gonna quit smoking and you're just like that's it i'm just gonna stop smoking it's like well that's pretty unrealistic yeah. like it's a very very difficult habit to kick very very difficult <laughs> well, well done i'm proud of you um so you need to figure out what the steps are yeah like when are you at your most likely to smoke like you know do all, do all of your friends smoke is that something that you can maybe change so like rather than going to the pub can you do something where you know being around smokers is going to be slightly less different can you set a goal to rather than smoking 40 fags tomorrow 35 yeah no that, that's real that's sort yeah. of a, it's about making because cold turkey does not work yeah. at all um but i think i think one of the other cool things is talking about sort of who you're surrounding yourself with if you can justify your reason like specifically my my reason was didn't want to be dead um but also (laughs) yeah uh, but also there was sort of there was external factors there was sort of somebody in my life who was like i want you to stop and i was like okay i will i will will do that but as part of that so i switched over to vaping so i I, i've stopped smoking two years ago i was vaping i dropped that down to zero nicotine with like a reasonable time scale uh and then i still have vaporizers if i'm out on the raz it is a pacifier for me with zero nicotine in it just to basically trick myself and the thing's tiny so the big statement is i quit smoking the smaller statement is i still have some technology that lets me trick my brain into to thinking that i'm yeah. smoking by vaping with zero nicotine <laughs> but it's control mechanisms but this, the thing for me was the rising tide element of it where it was the case that i quit smoking and my friends are very supportive and they saw that it was easy and the cool thing for me is like hardened smokers that we hung out with were like, all right. Like it, I went through the phase of, it looks like you're sucking on a robot dick. Um, <laughs> but sort of as time went on, it was a bit like, 
you have to appeal to different people in different ways with it. specifically we're talking about the smoking thing if you want it to go for for vaping it's, it's not 100 percent. it's like 95 percent safer according to our health folk yeah. i trust them um but yeah like cost effectiveness and again the easiest one for me was when I wake up in the morning, my first my first breath is not heavy. I don't have to go to the toilet and huck my lungs up. I smoked a fair bit. Um, but again, if you show other people that it's attainable, then you can help them on their journey as well. Yeah. Um, and it is all about the small steps because kind of setting much smaller goals. Although we get passionate about things and we're like, do you know what? By next month, I'm going to run the London Marathon. Like, How often do you run? Never run before. Mm-hmm. Okay probably not going to happen yeah um i just had a flashback to that time i met you for coffee and i was i'm just i'm just i'm just trying i'm just gonna run like it was probably the distance between where we were and my house is probably just shy of a mile yeah i turned up and i was like hey man did it (laughs) i was there for maybe two minutes before i had to limp home to throw up manageable goals (laughs) um so like if you running is is something that people start a lot in january because you don't need to mess around with a gym membership you don't need to learn how to use any equipment everyone kind of knows the basic mechanics of putting one one foot foot in front of the other yeah exactly um at speed um but again if your if your lifestyle and your personality isn't suited to getting up in the dark and the cold and running 10k first thing in the morning we should talk about that talk about what getting up at dick o'clock in the morning yeah um then that's probably not the best way to go about it because you're not a you're not going to enjoy it b you're way less likely to stick to it and c you're it's not gonna it's not a long that's not sustainable whereas if you're like okay well i get home in the evening in the evening at like six i'm gonna lace up my trainers and go for a walk yeah and i'm gonna set myself i don't know set a timer for 15 minutes and i'm gonna just go for a walk and if i feel like picking up the pace i will if i don't I set my goal this week to walk after after work every day and then next week suddenly you've walked for five or seven nights a week now you're already a full week into that goal yep. you've nailed it it was easy now you can start upgrading yep. you can start kind of like building on that whereas if you just day one start sprinting you're going to get shin splints cramp <laughs> cough your lungs up feel sick like, vomit yeah <laughs> like, like running is a really really difficult thing to do and it does take a lot of uh, kind of like building up to it because yeah. it's quite uncomfortable for a lot of people especially like you work an office job you spend a lot of time you know on trains and in cars and on buses and stuff on your ass basically yeah yeah like the kind of not to goal science but the kind of the modern sort of human life is very much the opposite of the way we're supposed to kind of be yeah um, which is why I've got a squatty body <laughs> <laughs> sponsor <laughs> uh, yeah so Again, you know, if you want to go to the gym, committing to seven days a week is just unrealistic. It's not fun. It's not good for you. Yeah. Whereas if you're like, okay, I've joined the gym. Uh, I'm going to get up maybe an hour before work. Oh, sorry, an hour before I usually do before work. And I'm going to go to the gym once this week. And yeah. we'll see how it goes. And if that's the only time you go to the gym, you've still smashed that goal. You've, yeah. still, you've still committed to one thing. You've tried it. You're probably going to enjoy it a lot more. And if you feel like do you know what I could go tomorrow as well then maybe you will whereas if you tell yourself you're going to go seven days a week four days in you're going to be like I can't do this and then the goal is dead you're not going to pick it up next week yeah and again it's it's become this thing that's like well it's fucking difficult it's like yeah dickhead (laughs) of course it is because you've been doing like but also it's about de-demonising it if you do it once a week then you'll be like oh oh I can do this 
Exactly. Whereas, again, if you create this insurmountable thing, you're terrified of the concept, not necessarily the reality. Yeah. Um, I'll be so talking about. I'm going to cycle back round to the bit about and that. That's a really funny pun that will make sense in like 30 seconds. Circling <laughs> back round to the idea of setting goals to make these things like meaningful goals not just not just i'm going to do this because i'm going to do this but actually i'm going to do this i'm going to tell people i'm doing this and there's a deliverable when you first did the rides mm -hmm. heavy metal truants rides do you want to talk about your motive because i don't i don't know this so i don't know if this is like really exactly what i'm after for this segment but i suspect it probably is yeah. um like you quite like fitness but what was your relationship <laughs> with cycling before deciding you were going to go as far as you were going to go and what was the relationship between you and the people who were then sponsoring that? Give me give me all of it. Cool. So, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Heavy Metal Trance is a charity bike ride uh, put together by a bunch of people in the music industry, um, in and around, at the time, Metal Hammer magazine. Um, and basically, it's... Finish your words, John. Um, it's a sponsored ride where a bunch of people on bikes go from Alexandra Palace in London to uh, Donington Racetrack where Download Festival is. For our international listeners, that's quite far. Uh, somewhat. It's 185 miles. What's that in American? Fucking loads. <laughs> Shit loads. Yeah. Um, yeah, 200 and something kilometres. Um, and... That was, I literally was reading Metal Hammer one day and I saw the poster and I don't really know where I was in life, like emotionally, I don't know if I was, I'm assuming I was after a challenge, but I don't think I was particularly looking for one. Yeah. Um, or saddle sores. Yeah, also <laughs> that. Um, and I'd seen bits of it the year before, but I didn't really pay any attention. Mm -hmm. And then I saw it and I think I was about five weeks out and I thought, I reckon I could do that. And I don't know why, but I was at a time in my life where I was like going to the gym nonstop, like yeah. all the time. Um, and I was like, yeah, I could probably do that. And then at the time I didn't own a bike and I hadn't been on a bike since I was a child. Right, yeah. So I had to go out, buy a bicycle, remember how to ride it, uh -huh. remember how to ride it on the roads, which is really not fun. I hear, but it is just like riding a... No, no? you can go now. <laughs> um yeah, but I I hated riding on the roads, mm -hmm. but I knew that on the ride, obviously we'd be we would have like vehicle escorts. There would be a big group of us. You wouldn't be on your own, um, and there would be people around to support. Whereas, kind of training, it was just me and other cars, and that's terrifying. Also, the nice thing about the metal scene is that you are never alone, mate. That's uh... <laughs> yeah, very true. Um, <laughs> And yeah, so I did most of my kind of cycling training indoors, yeah. Um, which I definitely wouldn't recommend because there's a shock to the system when you actually start <laughs> hitting hills. Um, but for me, that was the most sustainable way. Whereas I knew that every time I went out on the bike to try and road train, as it were, I hated it. I hated every minute of it. Mm -hmm. I was scared. It was horrible. Like it was uncomfortable. I didn't feel safe. Like like dry, like cycling on the road obviously pisses everyone off anyway. But it's also when you're not used to it, it's a really uncomfortable experience. Yeah. So I knew that the only way I could get my kind of fitness up to where I needed to be without failing was to cycle indoors and use like a bike machine, um, and train legs a lot. <laughs> um, uh, but that was the only way I could do it because I think I probably went out on the road about five times before that ride yeah like everything else was just like doing like 10k on a on a bike machine and and doing lots of squats because 
that was it. That was all I, all I could do because I didn't enjoy going out on a bike and I wasn't going to force myself to do it. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to ride on pavements <laughs> and I didn't want to ride on the road and there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. <laughs> but again, sort of like elements of fear, elements of... But I assume when you started, you are a bit like, I am not ready for this. But just because you knew that there was a deliverable, you had to... You told people, yeah. hey, I'm doing this right. Like, help us raise money. for What, what charity or charities is um, it for? Nordoff Robbins, uh, Teenage Cancer Trust, and Childline. Cool. So there's a... Again, that's like an incredibly positive thing. But it also creates people who are then relying on you at that yeah. stage. And also, there are people who have an expectation at that stage. Mm-hmm. And... It, again it's a it's a meaningful goal it meant something to you so yeah. I assume even when you were like this sucks yeah. it it's still you were still pushed forward by that yeah well like on the ride there was a lot of um, it's, it's broken up into about two and a half days and the first day is about 65 miles mm-hmm. second day is 82 I believe yep. and then the kind of rest of it is made up of the morning of the third day um, that's kind of just a almost there for show like so you can kind of cycle into the into the end yeah. of it um whereas if you cycled in on the second day after 82 miles it would just like, be the saddest everything. thing yeah yeah um but like halfway through the second day it, there's a lot of people that are like uh this this was like way harder than i expected yeah but there was always always the line that like people use which is like yes it's tough but like think about the people you're doing this for and it's like yeah, fair enough. Like this is nothing. Like I'm just I'm I'm healthy enough to cycle a bike in the summer with friends. Like it's fine. I can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. But again, going back to it, like had I just told myself that I was going to do this and just jumped on a bike and gone out on the road, I yeah. would have been like, I think if we cancel this, if, if, I think if mid December you were like, hey, I'm going to start riding a bike and I'm just going to do Ali Pally to Donington. <laughs> yeah, that would be my New Year's resolution. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Like, like I say, it's like, to me, that's like a really, a really good example of sort of like, that. that is a ridiculous goal <laughs> and you smash through it not once <laughs> yeah several times yeah yeah um, and I assume you're totally worth it yeah like again sort of in terms of that sense of achievement in terms of deliverable that sort of that easily pays off again the the fear the amount of effort that, that had to go into it and also again the long term pain to your coccyx and gooch <laughs> um, yeah yeah. Well, after that, remember, remember after the first year, I had to relearn how to play guitar. Yeah. No, I, I just sort of, I, we had a sit down conversation where your hand was twitching, and you're like, chords might not be on the table for a bit. Yeah. We were, for anyone that's like, what the fuck are you on about? We, I think I got back in the ride about two weeks before we went into the studio, um, and because, again, this is why you shouldn't jump into goals without planning. Because I hadn't ridden a bike for so many years. <clears throat> although I got the mechanics down in terms of holding the handlebars and pedaling, my posture was all over the place. So I spent close to three days leaning on the palms of my hands. Yeah. Which apparently have nerve endings in them. Oh, that's neat. Um, yeah, so when you're pressing, like, and obviously white knuckle grip the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I'm so scared of being on this bike. Yeah. Um, yeah, by the end of the first day, I could, like, not feel anything in my hands. And the paramedics were like, mm, keep an eye on it tomorrow. Should probably go away overnight. And then it got to the end of it, and I was like, "Yeah, I still like, I like, can't feel. It feels like I'm wearing gloves." And they were like, "Give it a couple of days, and then maybe go speak to your doctor." And then it was like two weeks later. I was like, "Uh," <laughs> and I just remember saying to the guys, "Like, real, like, real talk. I cannot play our songs at the moment." And yeah. Everyone's like, "That's a problem." 
that's the problem yeah and again if you can't do open 385 yeah, that facts. really is yeah. that's pretty bad those are the money makers yep but back around to the, the initial conversation mm -hmm. set goals for yourself that you want to do not that the whole world is doing not that a health magazine told you to do not that you saw on Instagram for the sake of it like if you don't want to go to the gym don't go to the fucking gym but I, w I won't just, that's my <laughs> point like it would be mental for you to wake up on January 1st and be like do you know what I'm going to go yeah. lift weights at five in the morning. Like you, you don't want to do that. There's no part of you that wants to be up at that time or in a gym. Yes, ever. there is no part of me <laughs> exactly. that wants that. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Um, so set goals that you want to set, but also set, uh, what's the, what's the term they use it in business? Like smart goals. Yeah. So They're like specific, are you, are you talking about specific, specific measurable? Yeah. Smart targets. Yeah. Uh, so Specific, measurable, measurable is attainable? It attainable? Yeah, attainable and achievable at the same time. Yeah. Attainable. Um, Realistic real, and yeah. time-bound. Yeah, although attainable and realistic seem broadly similar. Yeah. I, yeah. What? Mm. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe smart just didn't work. And like, I need smart, smart targets. <laughs> um, smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so make sure, you know, like if, if running a 5K this year is is one of your goals or getting fitter is one of your goals then set something that you can tick off in x amount of time yeah so there was a challenge a few years ago that was absolutely amazing i don't know who who invented it but it's called couch to 5k and it was literally <laughs> my eyebrows are so high right now i think they left my face <laughs> yeah, literally couch to 5k and it was a goal for people who had never ever run before i think it was like a facebook group and a website people who had literally never run before mm -hmm. to run a 5k in yeah. like i don't know how many months it was and it was the smallest baby steps and so many people pulled it off and it yeah. was like that's amazing that's amazing because it's very easy uh when everyone else is talking about new year's resolutions and talking about getting fit and getting shredded to be like i can do that but where if you've got those tiny steps where it's like okay well i know that three days this week i need to go out and walk for 10 minutes yeah. or maybe net the week after next i've done three days of walking now i need to maybe jog for one day and then you build it up and build it up and build it up and suddenly you're there whereas if you go day one like i'm gonna run 5k you're gonna vomit <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um and you see it a lot that's you know everyone knows that gyms are busy for the first probably two and a half three weeks of january and, and they immediately it, die down it, yeah peters off pretty quick yeah whereas if you commit to kind of like okay i'll i'll go to the gym once next week that's my like goal like i'm really busy i don't mm. like getting up in the morning but one day after work or one day before work i'll get up early just once yeah and i'll go to the gym yeah. and if i don't commit to anything else that's fine because i've done the one day i've told myself that's what i was going to do and if in six months time you can kind of gradually ramp that up to three or four days a week mm -hmm. then not only has that not only have you kind of grown into that it's not like a culture shock but also it's so easy to commit to yeah can i because like to to me and i think a lot of people listening if they're not if they're not into fitness the, the concept of spending your 40 quid a month or your one-off payments for the gym yeah that's that in itself is a barrier yeah so let's say somebody's listening and they're like that's great but fitness to me is something that's unattainable Obviously, running is an option, but running is quite daunting for a lot of yeah. people. Is there anything... For, John's got a bit of a background in, in terms of fitness. Is there anything that you could recommend for people as an easy first steps from home? 
because I think even down to like sit-ups and push-ups and things like that for people who don't have technique and don't know how to do it yeah they don't necessarily know how to approach that could you give just like a really quick like for anyone who's listening it's like fuck okay like maybe I might take some baby steps yeah anything you can think of um setting step goals is a really really good thing yeah um yeah every like everyone has a smartphone these days and if you're you know lucky enough to have a smartwatch that's great they'll all have a stepometer pedometer pedometer steps yeah Uh, they'll have a step counter of some sort in them so if i think what's the what's the daily average supposed to be like ten thousand ten thousand yeah very few of us are going to hit that you know especially again if you're office life yeah exactly and it, and it sucks but it is what it is yeah um so if you're looking at your step counter and it's kind of like 3000 steps a day maybe see if tomorrow or even today you can just get up to 5000 and then if if you're you know you might be a, a parent you might work like a really really busy busy job um so maybe 10,000 steps a day immediately isn't an option Mm -hmm. but if you can maybe get out on your lunch break or in the evening and just add a thousand steps maybe it's gonna say yeah like maybe every couple of days just ramp it up by a thousand until you know that you can commit to 10,000 steps a day yeah um and i'm just thinking could we set like some kind of challenge at this point to say like start at let's say 5,000 do you think 5,000 is a reasonable number yeah 100 percent so let's say from this week, if anyone's interested to do it, because I like the idea of doing like a community thing. Yeah. From this week, let's see if you can do an average of of five thousand a day, um, or maybe just have a total for the for the week. Yeah, because then then you're not kind of beating yourself up if you're a little bit low one day. Because yeah. You might have a meeting that overruns through lunch, so you can't get on your lunch. You might have prior commitments that mean that the second you get through the door in the evening, you have to be out again. You, you're not just it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah I think step goals are a really really easy way into fitness um, so what if what if I said that we do a five week challenge starting from this week to do let's say 5,000 average for the week that's coming so this will come out on the Sunday whenever people hear it that could be your start day try and get in that 5,000 then the following week try and get in the 6,000 and then let's just just see at the end of the five weeks if you're getting to the ten thousand you're like this fucking sucks <laughs> you still completed the the task yeah um, but I'd be really interested to know how people get on I'm I'm happy to like I like it sounds like something like, like I will definitely give that a spin over the course of the next few weeks and just see how it goes yeah um because because like like walking is is ridiculously good for you it's it's good for you in so many different ways mm-hmm. um. You know, it, it's good for your kind of health and fitness, but it's also really good for the mind. And if you do work like an office job, I mean, just staring at a screen for easily eight hours a day. Yeah. On your lunch break, you're probably looking at your phone. When you get home, like on your, say, if you get the train home for two hours, definitely staring at your phone. When you get through the door, you're probably watching Netflix. Like it's really good to get out, get some fresh air, especially in the winter at the moment. Like this feels like the longest darkest winter. And I'm sorry to any like Scandinavians out there that listen. They're like, you have no idea, <laughs> but. And <laughs> 20 Canadians. Um, but yeah, like th- this winter f- has just felt like it's just been pitch black every moment of every day. Mm. So if you can get out on your lunch break and just, just do 10 minutes, like you don't have to go sprinting, you don't have to go jogging, just walk. Mm. Like walk around the block. Like that's like, I did it in my last job and I do it in my current job. I will get up from a desk and I will literally go and walk around the block, pretty much around the building I work in and then yeah. I'll go back upstairs and in. And it's not much. It's probably like, 200 steps maybe but 
it's like 60 seconds of sunlight, some fresh air, rest my eyes for a minute, and it's also just getting me up and moving. Yeah. Um, there's there's two things that I found from because I I really enjoy like when I can I enjoy work, walking just as an excuse to get some some more music in my in my yeah. day, um, but also it's a really like, we're talking about completing monotonous tasks in order to get creative inspiration. Yeah, like cool shit comes to mind when 100%. you're just putting one one foot in front of the other, and it, in work sort of. It, it's weird because I really enjoy that, but I also enjoy the opportunity to just go for a walk with like mates at work. We tend to have some really some of the best and some of the smartest conversation when there's no pressure on the conversation. You're just walking, so you're, you're chit chatting, yeah. and then you start chit chatting about work, and then you start having some ideas about work, and then you start coming up with new strategies and new ways of dealing with with problems. And for other people who have been in the office, you've stepped away with potentially a massive issue, and come back with not just a, a vague idea of how you're going to approach it, but potentially a whole strategy. Um, there's there's like there's advantages from just breaking away from the bricks and mortar. Yeah, hundred percent. When I um in my my last job, uh, one of our directors and a really good friend of mine, um James, he he said like if you ever kind of find yourself, especially like in work but in life in general, coming up against a wall and you're really like I just like I'm having a really bad day. It's getting really cloudy. I'm getting a little bit stressed. So I just go out and walk for seven minutes. There is, I don't know the science behind it, but there is like some kind of, it might just be an arbitrary arbitrary number, but yeah. there is some kind of science behind the concept that if you just walk for seven minutes, seven minutes of fresh air, so you're you know, concentrating your breathing a little bit, mm-hmm. just go for a walk and then come back. 99.9% of the time, your stresses will be, if not gone, at least lessened. Yeah. Um, and that could just be natural sunlight and fresh air, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I think like, certainly for me i'm sure it's the same for a lot of other people as well when i'm when i'm stressed i have this amazing ability to really focus on the issue and really drill in <laughs> to how meaningless existence is and how dark the world like if you are if you are honed in on just one point of of obliteration of darkness of something <laughs> something that's really getting you down then you compound that whereas if you take an opportunity to break away and just listen to listen to some music or listen to to the world just get yourself out of that headspace hit the reset it's the whole idea of like fresh ears fresh eyes you can uh yeah i'll, I'll take the fresh i'm stealing the, the headphones off john now but the whole the whole idea of just sort of getting away and just allowing yourself to reset bring some bring some real power and some real energy it just gives you the opportunity to break away from kind of Despair is spiraling. Yeah. Like you, you, you never start like all the way in the pit. It's sort of you take the first couple of steps down the staircase and then you get to the bottom. Whereas if you take the opportunity to be like, I might pop outside. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I think I think there's some benefits to that. Hundred um, percent. Like just going back to your point about kind of creativity coming when you're doing like monotonous tasks. Yeah. Um, uh, my so at the moment I'm I'm driving quite a distance to and from work. Um, and my gym is also quite far from home. So both of those things have to sit in traffic. Yeah. And my like there have been times this week where I have not put on music like I've put on a podcast and then I've stuck on my sat nav and then I've turned it off because I can't concentrate on the podcast mm-hmm. because my mind is racing. Like you have your first coffee in the morning and suddenly the ideas start coming because you've got sort of a thing to focus on. Like you're driving but then Yeah, I put I put some processing power towards that. Yeah, it's not that scary. <laughs> um but then that, the kind of back of your mind is going 100 miles an hour. And mm-hmm. I think definitely like walking as well um, 
just does so much for you. You don't have to, you don't have to necessarily enjoy it because I'd, I'd be very surprised if there's anyone that's like, do you know what? I hate walking. It's like it's so such a, it's like water. Like it's, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like again, I'm I'm definitely I'm I'm not a fitness person, but I will definitely say. I go as far as say I enjoy walking. I'm, I'm like I'm like a tech person. I'm the kind of yeah. person who like like likes new shiny toys, but the opportunity to sort of step away and and maybe see some of the world is yeah. Well, like there's a lot of times like we'll be out for coffee or something, and I'll be like, yeah, do you want a lift? And you're like, no, I'm good. And it's like, alright, cool. Like that's that's cool. Um, and yeah, I I would definitely say if you have any health and fitness goals this year, kind of start with walking a bit more. Yeah, because it's so if you have the ability to do it it's so much easier than you know driving to the gym especially in january um but if you if you can go to the gym if you can start a like an actual fitness routine, routine yeah um then just start small man like don't don't try and get like an avengers body overnight because it's not going to happen and it's only going to dampen your spirit and it's only going to kind of like maybe not put out that spark but certainly just make that goal seem impossible whereas yeah. You know, if you set yourself a long-term goal of like, I don't know, I want to be this, and I, I, don't, I certainly don't think people should pay any attention to scales, but if you are kind of driven by the numbers on the scale, set a goal, like a kind of macro goal of X number on the scale or X percent body fat or yeah. this dress size, this, you know, trouser size, whatever it happens to be, and then set measurable small kind of micro goals in between that so don't try and overhaul your diet and your fitness and your lifestyle and your personality in one go because it'll, it'll go wrong and that's not that's not a reflection on you it's just it's di- so. yeah it's just difficult to make those big changes yeah so i've this is like a really boring thing but i've, I've changed my diet on January 1st don't tell John for fuck's sakes but uh, sorry I, man I wasn't listening <laughs> what you say so I basically I've, I've sort of made the decision I was like I'm, I'm going to go pescatarian I'm just going to get rid of like chicken beef lamb and things like that the, the the trade though was pretty much immediately I started putting on weight and that's because to me I haven't got into the routine so I'm like crisps <laughs> crisps everything um, so it was like a again sort of I've got to I've personally allowed myself as much buffer time as I need to make it practical because I think if I was like, what, I've taken things out of my diet and I'm getting heavier, what's happening? I think that would have been, that would have certainly deflated the idea a bit. I'd have been like, well, I was going to say, fuck the animals. Do not, do not fuck the animals. Um, That's not staying. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, yeah, it's just sort of take take the steps as they come. Don't just try and fucking, it's, it's, it is a... Oh, was it? It's a marathon, not a sprint, but it's certainly not a fucking long jump. <laughs> like, so that's, yeah, I'd say just be good to yourself. You can set goals and you should set goals. And if that's a personal, like a, something to do with your, your body, say, that's, that's fine. But you have to understand that you have, your metabolism is not the same as the metabolism that the person next to you. You also have to understand that you're going to find some things trickier than other people find them. Just be good to yourself. Allow yourself the opportunity to do things at your own pace. Setting your own pace is both a metaphor and a literal thing in this instance. Yeah, like do it do it for you. Don't What other people are doing doesn't matter. If somebody's run a marathon and they're going to run two this year, that's, that's okay. Like yeah. you don't have to do that. Yeah. Like if you've never run before and you go out for a walk three nights a week, then you're three 
evening walks ahead of where you were last week like yeah. congratulations same with like diets and stuff like people are like that's it I'm cutting out carbs and it's like well if eating carbs makes you happy then why would you want to make yourself miserable that's just ridiculous yeah. like if you're and I'm not I'm not going to tell anyone any kind of diet advice because it, every person is different everyone's body reacts differently and everyone has different health and fitness needs but say for instance you're like okay I eat too much sugar like I have too much sugar in my diet uh, my doctor's told me I need to cut it back don't just drop sugar because if that's something that makes you happy you enjoy energy drinks unbranded you enjoy oh, fizzy of, pop I've been, I've been eyeing up this one for a while <laughs> uh, mm. are you going to ASMR that straight into the microphone <sighs> nice sponsored segment um, see I haven't got the headphones on now so I don't know <laughs> oh I really do you want, do you want, I can do it again if you'd like oh, good you sure um yeah, so is it a case that you have two sugars in your tea in the morning and you have three teas a day? So maybe you're going to drop it down to one or one and a half. Like rather than being like, I'm never eating donuts, or ice cream or having sugar in anything ever again, also I'm going to hate my life. That's not, that's not a thing. So figure out what is a small, maintainable, easy step that you can, you can make. So for some people, it's switching from regular fizzy drinks to diet fizzy drinks. Like we're not going to talk about the... the health side of it but if that means that you know you drink two cans of coke a day or two cans of red bull and you switch to the zero version have you you might have dropped 50 grams of sugar out of your diet yeah a day that's fantastic that's an incredible step yeah actually it, sort of talking about meaningful metrics i'm gonna i hand this hand these headphones over to you first yeah have, have some have some of these thanks man um talking about meaningful metrics oh, your ears were warm. oh yes um like, like this is de- this is not a specific plug. There's plenty of applications that do the same thing, but my fitness pal is a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Like, I think mostly out of a conversation I had with you, and then I had a follow up with one of the guys at work who who likes to like his fitness routine is all about physique. He mm-hmm. wants to to make sure that like everything is well timed. Yeah. Um, counting mac- macros, like that's that's meaningful. So again, I'll let you explain it better. My understanding is macros is sort of like your carb intake, your sugar intake, just how it's broken down into not just the calories, not just the headline of this is your calories, yep. but also like you're taking on a shitload of sodium. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So so your macros are carbs, protein, and fats. Um, I can't believe we did fitness this episode, um, but yeah, carbs, uh, protein, and fats. Um, and then your those are your macronutrients, and then your micronutrients are like your vitamins and minerals and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and tracking uh, calories or tracking macros is actually like a really good thing. It can be a bit of a gateway to kind of obsessive eating and kind of beating yourself up. Yep. But it definitely shouldn't be. Because if you're like, okay, well, my, my doctor says, or I, my dentist, or I'm saying that I, I have too much sugar, then you can just kind of keep an eye on it. You don't need to hit any specific goals. But if you just track for a couple of days, just track everything you're eating, yeah. and then be like, "Wow, man, I'm like, I'm having X amount of sugar or X amount of salt each day," yeah. then you've got a visual guide to be like, "Okay, well, all I, need, all I need to do is drop this one thing or make this small change." Yeah. Then, cool. Like, I, I, I think yeah, it's not necessarily about being impulsive, but actually getting just a better idea of what you're yeah. doing. Because as it stands, you might be like, "Well, I'm only having little things, just like a couple of chocolate bars here and there. They're only small." <laughs> it's again just getting a better idea of what you're consuming and, and again i'm just talking specifically about my fitness pal because it's the one that i know there's plenty of products out there but you can just scan a barcode and then you have a very visible representation of like there is a 
I was going to say <laughs> load. We don't use that word. No, and we won't. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of, say, sugar in this one product or salt in this one product, etc., etc., etc. And you might find that you're, like... There's nothing, there's nothing to say, like, having carbs is bad, but you might find that your diet is 90% carbs, yeah. in which case it might be like, maybe some adjustment <laughs> could be useful. Yeah, um, but again, it has to work for you. Like, yeah. don't do not do it because you saw an advert on Instagram. Don't do it because you read some head, headline that said, if you cut out carbs, you can lose 20 pounds by yeah. summer. Like, what's, what's Atkins? Atkins is no carbs. No carbs. And my understanding is, one, the carbs will find you. And two, it would be the case that if you do sort of take on carbs because your body's been starved of it, it would be like, I'm going to stockpile this, you bastard. (laughs) So there's Atkins and then there's Keto as well, which are kind of the same. I think the science behind them is slightly different. (laughs) Science. Um, But I just want to put this out there uh, that the guy that invented Atkins died in very suspicious circumstances that definitely weren't health don't cut carbs from your fucking diet yeah. like don't do it but a fat diet's a dumb yeah it's- 100% like it's so detrimental to your body to yo-yo diet mm. and to just cut things out out of the blue I cannot cannot emphasize how bad diets like that are like and you will see you know you'll see the the skinny tea detoxes and stuff and the 1200 calories a day diets on instagram and they're like they will do so much harm to not only your body but also your mental health like it is so easy in 2020 that feels weird to say to develop like eating habits and people think that they're like extreme and that you know you well i don't have an eating habit because you know i'm i'm not going to talk about it but it's not certain people's uh, eating habits might not uh, might not look the way that they've seen in like Hollywood, where it's like in extreme, um, yeah. or the, you know they've seen on some medical program. But yeah. I, th- I think just just to sort of jump in, there, I think like body dysmorphia is definitely a is a serious thing where people the way yeah. the way that you see yourself and the way that other people see you is not the same yeah so it might be the case that again you might not have the extreme one that you've seen on uh, i'm trying to think of like some celebrity rag yeah um it, it might not be the okay magazine like oh my god so and so has lost a thousand pounds and they look like fucking skeletal <laughs> it, it might not be it might not be that but at the same time you might still be approaching something like that because you see yourself differently from the reality and like Again, I would say being obsessed about the met- the metrics would be completely detrimental. But I think using sort of statistics can create a really solid way of you understanding with more than just your eyes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and again, it's about those small steps, man. Like, there is... <clears throat> if we're doing health and fitness today, there's no such thing as good calories and bad calories. That is a myth. That is what? a lie. Yeah, right? Um, so... Eating, eating a thousand calories in pizza and eating a thousand calories in broccoli does not. <laughs> you're gonna feel garbage either way, but does not put on weight more than the other in terms of actual body fat. One of my one of my favourite questions is what weighs more, a kilo in <laughs> lead or a kilo in feathers? <laughs> <laughs> and it's exactly the same. Like all a calorie is is a measurement of energy. That is it. Doesn't doesn't mean anything. It doesn't have any. One calorie of something does not have more or less. Uh, can I word this? I was going to say health benefits, but that's not quite what I mean. It does not have uh, 
a more or less likely chance of putting weight on you a <laughs> it's one of those things where like because it's january so many people will be wrapped up in all these ridiculous kind of myth fitness health mm-hmm. headlines um but yeah if you were to eat say your caloric intake was about 2000 calories uh if you were to eat 2000 calories of mcdonald's every single day although you would likely die and feel horrible if you were to swap that out for 2000 calories of salad for instance or fruit that would not put on or that would not put on any more weight than the other obviously the health side of it the actual nutrient intake again one is the macros and yeah yeah. one is definitely better quote unquote than the other yeah um but yeah like you wouldn't by eating mcdonald's by eating donuts by eating ben and jerry's you wouldn't put on weight if the calories didn't go up does that make sense yeah so to me it's the case that calories are a measurement of energy yeah so your your i don't know anchor power bank and your panasonic power bank (laughs) contain the same amount actually to be honest they're both pretty good brands (laughs) Um, but but regardless it's it's still the the that that figure is the same yeah Uh, and then you've got more detailed information again about not the energy energy that you sort of brought on but actually what your body's able to then do with that yeah um because like with it being january a lot of people um kind of do the whole veganuary thing which is very popular and kind of veganism and plant based living as it were no, joe rogan said it was meat or, or is it meat <laughs> yeah, month bit, meat c- month. C- 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 i think it was carnivore month <laughs> give up <laughs> um, yeah the, a lot of, that's like a very popular thing at the moment and you don't see it often but sometimes you do see people going vegan or going vegetarian to lose weight and it's like that that's not how that works yeah. like if you were to overeat on a vegan diet and it's very easy don't you worry <laughs> it's pretty nice food yeah. out there. um then you're still going to put on weight if you're yeah. if you're packing away three four five thousand calories in plant-based food and your body only needs two thousand calories a day doesn't matter it yeah. doesn't matter what you're eating like again i just I, i'm just going to cycle back around to what i've already said for me i've taken out potentially quite fatty foods mm-hmm. and i think if anyone was to think that, that there was a potential health benefit there crisps <laughs> yeah. like like I say i'm 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 getting heavier off the back of it but that's that's not that's not about the diet change it's like it's not about the headline of the diet change yeah. that's about the specifics of what i'm eating and the quantities of that etc yeah um so that's another thing like if you are looking to lose weight there's lots of kind of calculators and and ways you can figure out your caloric intake um and then just just figure out what changes you need to make you know like if again man if your like thing is on a friday you and the boys go out and grab beers and pizza if that means something to you don't don't take that away like figure out where else you can change is it is it the red bull you have in the morning can you switch that for a black coffee or no, can no you- red bull's fine red bull specific red bull call me I need you. Come on, man. <laughs> and the phone number for the sponsors department is um, uh, shout out Animus Podcast. If there's any uh, reps out there, um, yeah, like if you know, is it is it the sugar? Is it the milk in your coffee? Like, are there smaller steps that you can make to reduce X in your diet, um, or is it a case of okay, well, I don't want to change my diet because I enjoy the foods I eat but I would like to get healthier. Can you add exercise? Can you, you know, (laughs) just little things like, can I get off my my bus or my train one stop earlier and just walk an extra half mile to work? Is that something I can do in the mornings? 
and then I don't need to worry about you know the beer and the pizza at the weekend because by by saying that your diet needs to be sustainable and your lifestyle needs to be sustainable you have to enjoy it because no one sticks to stuff they don't like people yeah. leave jobs they hate they and, end relationships that they don't enjoy they stop going to the gym January 2nd yeah <laughs> it's, it's the whole thing there's no like immortality would be pointless if life was miserable <laughs> like doing things to prolong your existence yeah. if you're hating it yeah. sounds like a bad plan it's yeah. yeah the brightest star burns the whatever whatever blah, 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 yeah, yeah yeah just just do shit that you love but just make sure that it's done in a way that means you get to stick around for a bit yeah and, but again, kind of going back, like just talking about goals in general, because obviously we, we spoke quite heavily about health and fitness. But mm. if you want to learn an instrument or you want to take up a, a craft, I don't know what it is, like make sure it fits your lifestyle. Yeah. Make sure every change fits your lifestyle. You want to quit your job this year because you hate your boss. Don't just walk in, flip your desk and bail. Figure out what needs to happen for you to make a sensible jump to your next career or your next step in yeah. life. Like, like plan out the steps and then walk in <laughs> flip off your bars <laughs> <laughs> because again like it has to work for you and yeah. if you leave if you're in a job that you hate and you just you just bail then not only are you putting the rest of your life maybe your responsibilities maybe people around you at risk or kind of financial risk as yeah. it were you're also kind of you might end up having to jump into a role you hate even more because you weren't prepped hmm. whereas if you Sorry, are no, you no, ready to do it? I was just going to say, like, okay, if you if you got to a point, like, January hits, and, and there are actually stats to say that people leave, the most amount of people leave jobs in January. And I think it's just because New Year, New Me, but also January is a pretty miserable month. It's quite a long month financially. It's dark, it's cold. Yeah. If you're going to be miserable in work, you're going to be miserable consistently. Yeah, I think I think there will also be a financial because I, I suspect it will spring to mind for a few people as well. There might be a financial component as well because although Q1 of the financial year is April, new budgets sometimes come in, <laughs> so it's sort of like, hey, we can hire new people. And people are like, new year, new me, yeah. and you can hire new people. <laughs> um, yeah, figure out what it is in your life that needs to happen. Yeah, and again, it's those small steps. So maybe maybe you're like, okay, I hate my job, but at the moment. I've got this to pay for or I've got these people to look after. I can't just I can't just tell my boss to go do one. Yeah. Um figure out your budgets for instance. How much money do I need to put away for me to comfortably look for another job because yeah. I might need to take a pay cut. Yeah. Um do I, you know, do I want to go and do something with my life before I move into another role? Do I want to take like a breather or take a holiday or take a trip somewhere? Mm-hmm. Do I want to go visit some friends? How much money do you need to save? What can you what can you do with your day-to-day spending to allow that? Again, like, is there anything that you can, like, okay, like, I've looked at my, my statement for this month, spent a lot on Starbucks, spent a lot on this that I didn't need to. Maybe if I could just cut out one coffee a week, put X amount away, maybe I can build up. Like, it doesn't have to be that. But yeah. Just on the, the back of that, going back to the smoking thing quickly, like, <laughs> my, like, the, the change in the money that I had, like, everyone's going to, I think we talked about this before, but everyone always lives within their means. Like, if you've got, if you've only got a, a tenner sort of disposable income, you're going to spend that tenner. If you've got 10 grand disposable income, you're going to spend that 10 grand. <laughs> um, but in terms of the, just when I quit smoking, just like, I have hundreds of pounds more. <laughs> just the significance of like, in fact, I'm going to let you carry on for a second. I'm going to rifle through my phone. I've got an app that tells me the amount of money that I've saved I since that. I quit. Um, yeah, so so using using a new job um, as an example, like 
figure out what you need financially figure out what it is you want to do next and you might not know but then you need to take time to figure that out because if you just bail on a job you're going to have to if you've got financial commitments you do not have long from slamming your boss's office door to having to like just get the next the next available thing which might be a financially not suitable but also emotionally not suitable like if you're in a job that really really looks after you financially but is making you miserable Mm -hmm. if you have to move into (laughs) a role that's making you miserable and is really poorly paid you're you're just in a world of shit like that's not a good healthy place to be so yeah i do want to counterbalance that a bit with i don't know if you've seen the jim carrey i can't remember which university he was talking about but he was talking about his dad and about the fact that his dad worked an office job that he hated yeah and effectively you can forego your dreams to work a job that you hate and still fail (laughs) you can spend an entire life in an industry that you despise and have and even in that scenario still not get the outcomes that you want still be fired from the job that you don't want so i'd say still reach for the goal but again feasibility making sure that you've planned it correctly 100 percent um and again like you might be happy in your job that's 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 great you know do you is is there something in your job that maybe needs to change that would shift your view of it and it would make you happier you know is it I don't know is it a change in schedule is it someone you don't get on with is it something that someone else could take off of you that would lighten your load is it uh, maybe you enjoy the company but you don't enjoy your specific role like don't just knee-jerk reaction because again these things need to be sustainable yeah um i feel like you're ready to show me a I, large number yeah so i, I actually it's it's been three years three years is like a, yeah, thanks man you um, have to put in your own firework soundbite <laughs> i meant afterwards but okay. uh, bang um dude it was so bright i know i know six and a half thousand pounds <laughs> three years i say six and a half grand that's most of the way to a house deposit little changes <laughs> and that's just so you don't get sick yeah that's all you had to do yeah so, so i can so i can do vocals and stuff <laughs> sort of come off stage without wheezing jesus six and a half grand yeah yeah and the thing that's fucking me up is like you weren't in like the in terms of like heavy smokers like hardcore yeah yeah i wasn't i wasn't john constantine fuck yeah and cigarettes are more expensive like anyone who's smoking like any like hardcore smoker listening is like three years ago they were basically free back then (laughs) (laughs) um yeah little changes significant impact that's cool where did i where did i put that money i don't know (laughs) probably in cool shit like like the odds are pretty good that something fun happened off the back of it yeah we've got a nice little (laughs) setup around here like Throwing throwing the cigarettes in the bin definitely contributed to to some of this sound. Hey, this is and again not wheezy. Hashtag life changed. Hashtag not wheezy. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm all out of inspirational stuff. But if you have goals you want to hit this year, make sure they're attainable. Make sure and. By attainable, I don't mean make sure they're realistic because I love mad goals. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I love people reaching for the fucking stars. And that's all you should do with your life. It's just consistently chase everything you want. To, to my mind, if it's something that you could just... Like, if it's something that you could just be like, oh, just do that then. It's not really a dream. Yeah. Like, you should have goals and they should be things that actually, if you set your mind to it, 
you can just do that then but there should also be that big lofty one that you're like fuck that's a long way away but i can see what the steps are to get there and they might be difficult but like if it's a dream put in the fucking work yeah like I've read a couple of books by uh, some ultra marathoners and listened to a bunch of podcasts. What the fuck is an ultra marathon? Exactly what you sound like. <laughs> exactly what it sounds like. Two marathons. What? Why? See, that's, and that's not even, like, that's not even the, oh my God, like ultra marathons are so long. There are just some insane endurance events out there. But when you when you kind of tell people about them, that's their reaction. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, yeah, um, there's like a two- like I think that was a double octave switch. Yeah. <laughs> so like uh, there is the event called the Iron Man, which is a t- one, two. I might get this wrong. I think it's a two point four mile swim. No, one. I think it's a one point two mile swim. Uh-huh. A hundred and. 18 mile bike ride it might be kilometers i could be getting this wrong okay. so forgive me and then a marathon no and you, you do that you do the swim then you do no. the bike then you do the run that is an iron man oh my god there Just, are, that's why he built the suit because like <laughs> fuck this <run> up. <laughs> Just fly the whole way. so that's one iron man yeah then there are ultra Ironmans. No. Which is everything doubled. No. And you do... That's not well, like... No, it's not like you double the length. Do you have to do it in order? Yes. So, what, so is it one, two, three, one, two, three? Or is it one, one, two, two, three, three? Yeah, one, one, two, two, three, three. So you do... So yeah, so you do... So you double the swim. So I think it's 2.4. Yeah. Then you do 200 and whatever miles it is uh, bike ride. Then you do a double marathon, which is fifth... How long is a marathon? 26.2 miles. So... You would end all of that mm. with a 52-mile run. My point is, those people will have had to start somewhere. And although that goal seems like, what do you mean no one could do that? Thousands of people have done it. So many people have achieved that. But they all had to learn how to swim. They all had to learn how to ride a bike. They all had to learn how to walk before they could jog, before they could run. Then they had to learn how to run a lot yes. then they had to learn how to run a lot for a long time so, then they had to do that together <laughs> so this is a perfect segue to announce that John will be doing an ultra <laughs> <laughs> um, actually not today Satan <laughs> it's because we're because we're recording this in a different way I can't see how long we've been running for I assume a while yeah quite some time um, I just wanted to sort of break away from the the fitness component of the episode for a minute to talk about other goals in general because there was sort of two things that I was thinking about like the, the 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 kind of hero cult the brave the shave stuff the other sort of charity events that the hero dies first has done in general we've approached things either with a bigger time commitment in terms of video production or we've done it with we haven't put on gigs before we've just sort of set ourselves other goals and it reflected again not the physical effort that you had to put in to do the uh to do the the uh, heavy metal truants rise but in terms of like okay now there's people relying on us it's a similar mindset and it created a goal. So I think for people, if you announce it to the world, if you have people who rely on what you're doing, then you're more like deliver, as we've already said. I think at the end of season one, I said about sort of if people could let us know what they were up to. And if we just put it out into the world, then more people know about it. And it's again, the opportunity to support each other and also to sort of be like, okay, it's out there now. The universe yeah. knows this is what I'm up to. Um, 
But the other thing was a bajillion years ago, our mate got married. Did he? Yeah. Um, and I am phobic of driving. <laughs> but like before, like, so Miguel asked me to be his best man. And I was like, thank you so much. And the conversation very quickly turned to, I'm not sure what we're going to do about getting there though. Cause the best man normally drives and you know, you can't, um, right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fucking, such a call out. Yeah. He's such a prick, <laughs> but like, it's good to have friends like that. They're like, just sort of like very subtly like, hmm, wouldn't it be better if you could do these things? Huh. So off the back of that, went off, did a fucking intensive course, just just like past the theory, past the practical, because I because I had such a fixed time frame, I didn't have a choice. It was like, I'm just gonna have to fucking do this. <laughs> but the the just the payoff for the next time the conversation there was only this was like a couple of weeks beforehand, and he was like, Have you sorted out the travel? It was like and the moment I could just flex and be like, Yeah, I'll drive you, mate, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> like yeah just just if you have the opportunity to to have a payoff moment where you can do that mega flex and just be like yeah i just i just did that for you was that not what you wanted like honestly it's it's hella fun so there is there is the big like improving your life but there's also sometimes you can be a bit of a prick in a positive yeah. way i encourage that massively 100 percent um and like every goal maybe not an ultramarathon but every goal is so much easier on the other side of it like like every time anyone talks to me about the, the truants ride they're always like I literally don't understand how you did that that's like the most exercise anyone's ever done I'm yeah. like I did it though and I'm like not an athlete I was not trained I, I didn't have a coach like I I just did it like we just did it that was it like I had to do it so I did it yeah and now I've done it three times I didn't die <laughs> still good and again announcing immediately <laughs> after the ultra <laughs> yeah because like it's it seems impossible and at the time i was like oh, i probably shouldn't have signed up to this <laughs> but then like fuck it you've got to do it you, you yeah. you'll find a way and again my why was people are sponsoring me there are people that need this way more they need people that need me to do this way more than i need to not do it yeah um and then i just did it and you just find a way and it, again i was committed to it because I had reasons. I didn't just blindly... It wasn't like someone was like, hey man, do you want to jump on this bike ride? And I was like, yeah, of course, bro. And I'm like, well, I've got no connection to it. But I did have a connection. And again, this is why it's so important to find your why. Do you want to lose weight because the fitness magazine told you you should have abs? Or do you want to lose weight because it means something to you? Do you want to travel for the same reasons because you saw a cool YouTube video from Bali or Thailand where you're like, wow, that beach is really nice. I'm going to save up all my money and go on holiday. Or... Do you want to travel somewhere or, you know, travel the world, visit someone that means something to you, but you need to put X amount away every single month? Yeah. If you have a why, you will figure out the smaller steps. Yeah. I want to bolt straight onto that segment because there was there was something, It's it sounds so obvious in retrospect, but it's something I think it's worth having a look at, is previously you would have looked at goals that were impossible because of where you were at a point in time. It is worth just occasionally reassessing whether or not it is still impossible because for me japan was like growing up being like i would like to go to my spiritual birthplace please (laughs) and of course like being a teenager that cannot be done being in my late 20s sort of working an office job and having put a lot of time into sort of progressing that career meant that i look back at like now if i save (laughs) now i could probably do that and again at some point i'd really like to talk about what i've been doing very recently to strive towards my like 
one of my big life goals but that was something that was like like years and years so this is I'm, 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 I was going to like allude to it. I'm just going to say this is the voiceover thing this was something that when I was younger it would be like I'd fucking killed like in the same people like I'd love to be an astronaut I was like hey I'd like my voice to be the guy running around and shouting and using his magic <laughs> powers on the Japanese cartoons like that again is a long way off but suddenly reassessing it like well I've I've got a budget and I've got a I've got a dream like Kono Juno Giovanna like like I have a I I have a dream I've got something that I I really want how impossible is it now kind of less than it was before it might be worth giving it a spin again just if you truly think that there is something that was previously absolutely out of reach either genuinely or because of a mindset maybe revisit it maybe just take a peek 100% 100% because it's exactly that it might it, at the time it might have been legitimately impossible and you might have been like that's like, literally there is no way of me doing this yeah logistically at least temporarily yeah. impossible yeah exactly but um but yeah like it, like people's lives change minorly and majorly every mm-hmm. single day yeah. like you might be way more cash rich next week than you are this week you might be you might suddenly have way more free time you might suddenly i don't know you might have been making steps on a journey without realizing a hundred percent a hundred percent and like and again if you have set goals just constantly go back and check on them like if you set something when you're 18 is that the same goal when you're 28 you don't know could be might not be like just yeah, I think I think just constantly kind of assess and kind of use as nerdy as it sounds, just kind of use analytics and data and yeah. stuff to like to to really assess and set these things. Um, because as I said, like as we said at the very beginning, January first, no one takes it seriously. Yeah. When was that? Well, like I'm, I'm sure there are people who've you know started fitness goals on January first or have given up smoking or you know have have hit their financial savings target on Jan- like because of January 1st and that's great but for a lot of us you just kind of blindly like oh, I'm going to do this yeah. whereas as I say if you just kind of bin off the date bin off the concept of the calendar and be like do you know what in my life I would like to do this how can I do this and then again it goes from you know getting off the couch and walking one night a week to running the London Marathon and every it's such a cliche and the problem with cliches is they're always right <laughs> but every journey oh is it like every journey started with a single step or yeah yeah a journey of a thousand steps started with a single step yeah. whatever and it's true like every, every person that's run you know whoever holds the world record in like running speed weightlifting psych whatever it is they all had to do it for the first time at some point yeah yeah, they put on their brand new Vapor Max, which are potentially <laughs> not going to be allowed anymore. Have you heard about this? No. That is a topic for another time. Yeah, they put on their potentially, in a sports way, illegal running shoe <laughs> for the first time at some point. But yeah. yeah, the the initial thought turned up for the first time at some point. The the first step, the first sort of encouragement that they received externally, the first time that they failed happened and they overcame it and went forward. Yeah. Um, yeah, like for me, I like I haven't done much of it in a long time. But for videography, Casey Neistat didn't start till he was well into his thirties, and it was and that's we've got uh, actors like Liam Neeson who I, I, I'm not even sure where like sort of how old he was, but he was certainly he certainly wasn't sort of like in acting school as a as a 
as a teenager going into yeah. like like the beginning of of adulthood it was something that he really wanted to do later on in life the opportunity turned up and he did it i think brand new dreams will occur at any point don't don't write yourself off and don't think that just because you just because people have had a head start doesn't mean they're going to win yeah and and like time will happen like that's just a thing like to, again it kind of goes back to the the sort of cliche well not really cliche but the, the kind of fact of like is today day one or will you do it one day i want it on t-shirts yeah, I want it dude, mugs. it's so good because <laughs> it's true like if i say say for instance i was like i want to i want to drop 50 pounds in 2020 or i want to drop 20 pounds blah 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 mm-hmm. if i'd if I was like, oh, but I don't really know, I don't really know if I should, and it's kind of difficult. If I'd started on January 1st, or if I'd started in November, then I would have been this far ahead on my yep. goal. Again, I hate running. It's not fun. <laughs> don't like it. If for some mad reason I wanted to run a marathon, had I just gone out and started walking every night, I'd already be that far on yep. from the day I'd started to now. Got a head start on yourself. Exactly. Exactly. I want to just I want to retract a little bit of what I just said there though because I sort of I said about somebody else having a head start on you wouldn't necessarily win. This idea that your benchmarks are other people's are even remotely the same is is bollocks. The fact that someone else is succeeding, like you might not be the next Michael B. Jordan, but you'd still be a fantastic actor. Yeah. It's it, just because more than one person, you, a, a fucking film with one person might be fantastic, but isn't sort of the norm. It is the case that in anything, it's a field. And the, and the way that you learn is from other people. And the way that you enrich your life is by surrounding yourself with other people. So surround yourself with other people who will beat you. They're mm-hmm. the, to, to, to my mind, the best sort of company, especially if you want to try and excel in a certain area, is folks who are way better than you. And you don't need to surpass them. You just need to sort of have a buddy on the journey yeah right yeah 100% yeah I have no idea how long we've been talking for a while how long is this episode like ballpark how long Dragon? like we'll find out the, the truth will out I reckon 90 minutes 90 minutes I reckon 90 minutes of you and me back and forth in yeah oh, HD delicious HD <laughs> great well, if this hadn't recorded wouldn't it <laughs> No, no, but like episode three is just you and me. But like, there was an episode. Sorry, you didn't hear it. <laughs> See you next week. This is the thing because we haven't stopped at all in this time. We don't know when the night will successfully say we're going to get an error. Oh no! So you like so here's here's the thing. Like if you if you hear this, that's a great success. That's a great success. Yeah, that's uh that we we won we we won we won the dice well. We, we, we won the dice well. Um, I think this podcast as well is uh, and it kind of feels gross to sort of like you're going to do it again, aren't you? what am I going to do I'll just be like talk about us yeah talk about us and talk about the way that this is weirdly enriching our lives yeah well like the concept of this had floated around courtesy of you for a long time I mean I'm I don't want to sound like a a prophet you know I'm not going to say that I have the ability to sort of tell your future yeah and what I, I'm not going to say anything. I literally have I'm not going to say anything I just want to know where the sentence is going for you so it's uh, <laughs> yeah anyway yeah, um, yeah. This had kind of floated around for ages, and I, I just kept saying no because I couldn't. I couldn't. Like I didn't know anything about podcasts. I didn't really know how to do it, and I didn't really have any kind of interest. And then the concept of kind of doing it for some reason just one day made sense. Mm-hmm. Definitely because you started it. But the thing is, is you'd started it, and then that was kind of it. You didn't. You kind of got over the 
me being the hurdle and i kind of was the initial hurdle for this because i just kept saying no whereas you were like well i want to do it and then you did it and i was like that's a really good idea and now we're 23 episodes in yeah 24 technically if we count episode zero yeah and also the point two 24 five. point yeah <laughs> um so yeah and because because you just started you actually did the thing we tell people to do you just did it you didn't really know how to you didn't join a podcast course you didn't get at the time like uh, a voice coach you didn't buy some specifically expensive setup you just did your thing with what you could and now we're here yeah and it's the same thing if you want to start running don't need to go out and buy 300 pound trainers and running shorts and like definitely high vis but like <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 worthwhile really yeah um yeah you don't need to buy like really really expensive things and get a running coach you can just go out and walk or go out and jog or if you have the the financial and the kind of time freedom you can just join a gym like those are things you can do you don't need to get it right on day one Mm. you just need to start and then you can kind of learn um yeah i think that's a pretty pretty delicious place to wrap up yeah yeah um but again as always i'm all i'm super interested in people's thoughts opinions and also experiences like we've sort of pulled up a few of the things that that we've done but we're limited by our own life experience it would be very nice to kind of draw from yours as well do you think that what we're saying is on the money have you have you is there anything that we've said that actually you're like "Mm," from my personal experience that isn't necessarily right i want to i want to create more of a dialogue and more of a debate i know i've said it a thousand times but like it would be cool to have more of a back and forth I want to be proved wrong, but equally I want to have the opportunity to be like, yeah, but my boundless optimism <laughs> will destroy you. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Cool. Cool. Thanks, guys. It's uh, It's been a nice one. I've enjoyed this. Yes. Let us know what you think of the sound. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a vast improvement? Can you not hear anything? Did this episode not go up? Like, have we felt like, I've had this like carbonated drink sitting very close to this microphone, so I don't know if it's been like <laughs> this entire time. I don't know whether or not because the the microphones are slightly different from each other. I don't know if one of us has been mic techniquing better. What we're oh. supposed to do as well from my from my training is peas plosives on peas. Mm-hmm. You smile your way through a pea, the plosive goes away. So like a pea. A P. Hey. Oh, yeah. P. Yeah. P. 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 Pace and prosperity. <laughs> Stunning. Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. Uh, life hack. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Hope you found this interesting. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Pace. Pace.